Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. Today's episode we're going to be talking about the new Disney Plus movie, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Now I don't know about you, but I love Chip and Dale. Right, I remember watching it quite a bit and I remember playing this game. I don't know what console it was on or whether it was on PC or whatever. But it was like a Disneyland adventure game thing. And there was a ride on it. And I'm pretty sure Chip and Dale were in it. I think it might have been on the computer. I, I just have this vivid memory of that. And there was zippity doo da, zippity day. You know, that sort of thing. And then Chip and Dale, oh my god, there was a bit of a Western thing as well. What game is that? If anybody knows what the hell I'm talking about, please let me know. Because some things like this, like there's another game. I don't know why I'm talking about this. But there's another game that I used to play on the DS. And I can remember looking at it, but I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me. And it's really annoying because I can't think what to Google to find that game. Either way, we're talking about Chip and Dale. <laughs> we're talking about this new movie. It's a reboot and in which it's, it's so f***ing matter. It's ridiculous. Right, so Dale gets CGI surgery and he turns out looking like one of the Alvin and the Chipmunks. And Chip is still in his iconic animated form, but it looks kind of different because obviously it's not the typical 2D animation. It's sort of semi-2D, semi-3D. It's like 2.5D and it's good. It, the, the weird thing about this movie is some of the animation looks really good. Some of it looks bad, but it's kind of designed to be bad. So I think it's really clever. I just don't know if it works all the time because my eyes were kind of getting a bit... Uh, agitated thinking is this meant to be that bad but it is and the thing with this film is it's so crazy and so wild there are so many cameos it's not at all what you'd expect from a Chippendale movie and I think it works really well so at the center of it you've got John Mulaney and Andy Samberg playing the two titular characters both very good in the roles, both very funny. Everybody in the cast is actually hilarious, and there's some great standouts. J.K. Simmons in particular, playing one of the detectives, I think he's like the lead captain of the police force, and he's a putty, so he's like plasticine. And then you've got Muppets in it, you've got Peter Pan in it, you've got weird creatures that nobody wants to see anymore, you've got weird animation that nobody sees anymore. And there's one character I want to mention, but I don't know if I should. But I, I feel like I can because they are quite a big part in this movie. They have at least three scenes. But then again, it's such a great surprise if people want to just experience it for themselves. But look, if you want to see every single animation character you can think of in one property, it's just crazy. I don't know how they managed to get the licensing for everything because this is very much a Disney thing. But there are characters from Paramount. There are characters from Universal. There's characters from all over the place. I don't know how... They got access to everything. <laughs> oh god, I want to say it. I want to say the main character. But let's just say, if you want to see a potential blue hedgehog that should never have seen the light of day, <laughs> then you're in luck. Oh god. There's a lot of people, myself included, that really want to see the original... Oh, I almost said the name. I almost said the name. The original Blue Hedgehog movie, but with the original Blue Hedgehog cursed human design. And this is as close as we're going to get to seeing that. And I'm happy with that because I did not expect this character in this film. I had heard about it recently and people are talking about it in reviews. If you go and look at reviews for this film, you will see people mentioning this character. But I'm going to not say it 
it by name, even though I should and I could, and I've basically already said it, but oh my god. <laughs> ten minutes in, just skip to ten minutes and you will not be disappointed. But look, you've got other characters, you've got things like Baloo, you've got Pickle Rick at one point, you've got Indiana Jones, you've got Voltron, you've got, who else, oh my god, there's a Seth Rogen multiverse cameo thing with different characters that he's played, and it's genius but it's so bad and it's so annoying and i don't know if this film works for me because a lot of it i was thinking it's fine it's relying a lot on nostalgia and funny cameos and it's working it definitely works when it does that but the story itself you've seen it before it's cliche it's detective stories but that works because the chippendale tv show has always had that cliche stupidity to it i want to talk about peter pan because at one point and i wrote this down all right peter pan is an older guy in this film he's not the boy that never grew up anymore, which is really clever. And at one point he says to a child, death is coming for us all, kid. <laughs> and if you ever wanted to see Peter Pan say something like that, then this is the movie for you. <laughs> oh God, it's so good. But I don't know. Is it great? I don't know. It does seem to be really hectic at times. And there are so many cameos and so many Easter eggs. I had trouble recognising them all. I had trouble keeping track of everything that was going on. Some of it is really, really funny. There are some great lines in it. There's some really annoying parts too, which I wasn't the biggest fan of. And overall, I think it will keep kids occupied, and I think it will keep adults occupied too, because this isn't the kind of film that Disney make where they just want to keep kids occupied. This is very much a clever kind of film that you have to pay attention to because something is happening in every single frame, even if it's just in the corner of your eye. You've got a billboard that says Lego Les Mis. You've got a Beavis and Butthead placard. You've got Stan's dad from South Park in a sauna. What the f*** is going on? Like, what is going on in this film? Why are there so many adult references, but just crazy cameos that you would never expect in this kind of film because yeah obviously they've got all the Disney properties so there's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, there's Peter Pan and then there's Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast. There's so many moments and characters that relate to Disney but then you've also got Jimmy Neutron's hair, not him just his hair and then you've got Beowulf references and then you've got cats like the actual human cats from the movie Cats. What the f***? Then you've got this blue hedgehog character that I'm definitely not going to name, but it's a Paramount production. So what is going on? What is going on in this film? I do not know, but it is a ton of fun and it's on Disney+. Plus. So watch it for your kids, watch it for yourself, because adults will be made to feel like kids again. And even though this is not exactly the Chippendale that you may remember, it doesn't matter because it's trying to do something funny, it's trying to do something meta and fresh, and I do think it works. I'm not going to say it's one of the best films I've seen of the year, because even though a lot of it was some of the funniest moments I've seen of the year, overall it doesn't quite come together as strongly for me. Maybe I need to watch it again, but I'm not sure when I'm going to or if I have the motivation to because so much happens and it's really chaotic. But I do think at the centre of it there is a decent amount of heart and Andy Samberg in particular is really good as Dale. I like what they do with his character and how they do give him CGI surgery. And I think that's clever. I think it's funny. I don't know why there's more Alvin and the Chipmunks references because we do see them at one point. I didn't think they'd be back in 2022. I didn't think any of these characters would be back in 2022. But I think it's just a bit of silly fun. And it's only 90 minutes, so you're going to kill some time with it. And I love how it's set in LA too. Because after being there, and they go to this like fan convention, and that's pretty much what I went to when I was there. So that was kind of cool seeing it on screen, exactly how I saw it. Because it was pretty accurate, right? There were stalls and there were people getting 
paid for autographs and there were people in costume and all that sort of thing. It was very much accurate in terms of what it was trying to represent. And I think little things like that matter because the rest of the film, it doesn't really have a lot of substance going for it. It's just, ha, remember this? Ha, look at that. It's crazy, crazy, crazy happening all over the place but it's fun so fun for kids fun for adults go and check out Chippendale Rescue Rangers I kind of want to watch the TV show again and I think the first season is available on Disney Plus as well so I may take a trip down memory lane and watch some of that I would say it's a strong 6.5 out of 10 maybe maybe 7 out of 10 because yeah it was funny it kept me occupied and it flew by to be fair there were a few parts that dragged a little bit but the pacing is generally good. The editing is honestly fine. There are some moments that are really well edited for humour purposes. But the rest of the editing is you know, completely average and it's fine. Cinematography is done by Larry Fong. Who is actually a pretty decent cinematographer. And I think the shots were good. I think it was fine. I mean some of it was good actually. But yeah I don't know. It's just clever. It's a clever movie because there's so many different animation styles going on. It's like a modern day Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Crossed with quite literally everything so everything you could possibly imagine because even Roger Rabbit makes an appearance at one point and then you've got Paul Rudd again playing Paul Rudd but talking about Ant-Man so it, it's so meta it's so crazy it's so bonkers it's really quite fun yeah 7 out of 10 strong 7 out of 10 I just don't know if I'm going to watch it again and I don't know how well it will hold up if I do and will I remember it in like seven months time when the year comes to an end when I do my year in review am I going to remember it and am I going to want to talk about it more but I don't know. I'm not going to hold it against it right now because I'm just going to take it for how it is in the moment. I think the directing also is fine and it's done by Akiva Schaffer who did Popstar Never Stop Never Stopping which is an amazing film so go and check that out. It's very much in collaboration with The Lonely Island so if you like The Lonely Island and Andy Samberg and that sort of comedy that he does with Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Popstar then I would say check out this because it's not as childish as you think and it will make you feel like a child but that's the thing okay even though it isn't that childish I mean there are a lot of references that kids are going to go oh yeah I know that I know that there's a reference to Peppa Pig there's a reference to Paw Patrol and Rugrats all that sort of thing kids are going to go yeah I like that but then well they're not going to say but they're going to say something similar and then also for adults it will make you feel like a kid so is it childish I don't know. I think I've just broken reality. So Ch -ch 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 Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, go and watch it on Disney Plus if you fancy it. I'm kind of disappointed that it didn't get released in cinemas, but then again, I'm also kind of glad because the amount that I was laughing in the first 10 minutes is quite shocking and I had to pause it and rewind it because I missed an entire scene because I was just laughing my arse off so much. So yeah, I do think it's probably made the wise decision releasing straight onto Disney+. Plus. Are we going to get a sequel? I mean, they could do because they keep talking about doing a reboot in this film, but this is actually a reboot that they're making. So uh, clever, wild, insane, crazy. It's fun. It is fun. So with that, I've been Kieran and I shall speak to you in the next episode of You Can't Handle the Truth.